you're listening to Jonathan Beckett's podcast. Each week I talk to bloggers and writers all over the world about their journey, how they got started, where they write, how they write, and where you can find them. The podcast lives at anchor.fm slash John Beckett, and you can also find it at Spotify, Apple, Google, TuneIn, and Facebook. Just search for Jonathan Beckett's podcast. So this week we are talking to uh, an old friend of mine from Live Journal called Katie. Hello, Katie. Hi, Jonathan. How are you? I'm very good. Um, now, to begin with, something I've always started with with a lot of these conversations with people is to find out where people are from. Well, I'm from a small town in North Wales called Colwyn Bay. So I live by the seafront, and that's where I'm from. And oh, I've I think, lived there for most of my life. I think so. my only experience of Wales is visiting Barry when I was very young. All right, yeah, that's quite away from here. I know, and I, I guess Barry became famous through the TV show. Um, I can't think yeah, of the name. I'm not sure, to be honest. I think we've been to Pembrokeshire as well, actually. All right. I used to live in Kent for a while. I okay. I from Kent. I used to enjoy visiting the Blue Water Shopping Centre quite a lot. So that was always quite good fun. That was another chapter in my life, though. In <laughs> Back in North Wales now. So you don't have a Welsh accent? I don't. Everyone says that. <laughs> but So that means you're not from Wales originally? I was born in Wales originally. Oh, okay. I, I moved away for a few years in year 2000, and that's I'd sort of perhaps developed a bit of a southern accent at that point. Oh, okay. And then moved back again. But, but yeah, people often say I don't have a Welsh accent. That was even before I moved, I suppose. So what do you actually do? As in a job. I no. work as a teaching assistant in a junior school supporting an autistic child which is rewarding. Oh, that's awesome. I've been so, doing that for a while now. So does that mean you're continuing as a key worker over this it does. mayhem so that we're going through? Yeah, it means getting out there and supporting the children that haven't got anyone. Is that secretly right freaking you out, being out in public? It is making me very panicky and anxious right now, yeah. Yeah, so, it's my other half works in an infant class. school, so we're having the same All thing. Right. It's a similar situation. Yeah. And it's very uncertain at the moment what days we are going out because of what's going on. So I think the last time I was in work was last Thursday, and I'm due in again on Sunday. So yeah. it's very sporadic, and it's now open at weekends to help out as well. Yeah, it's the same with us. I think um, yeah. they've they've only got a very small number of children in the school. That's right, yeah. I think in ours there was about five last time I was in. Is it similar numbers? Yeah. Or it a lot more? No, it's similar numbers. I think it's the children of, like, the police or nurses. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's it's all to help at the moment and we'll see what happens. So let's go back in time. Can you remember the first computer that you saw? Um, I remember I first got a computer at home in 1997, and that was when I got the internet as well. And I was like a kid in a, in a sweet shop, and I just got really excited to f finally get a computer, get on the internet. I don't remember what computer it was. Some sort of PC. Yeah, it was a, either a Packard Bell or Dell yep. or whatever got a Dell one currently but I couldn't say which one it actually was but it was certainly exciting to it was like a whole new chapter to actually get on the internet and be able to meet new people and engage so, in things that I never had otherwise so, so did you not have one of the old home computers back in the 80s that had all the video games and stuff on it no I well kind of I, I, I'd say I missed out mostly on that chapter but I did have an Atari yep 
I remember those. <laughs> I used to love that. I used to, yeah, I used to love the um, Base Invaders and the Circus Atari game and Breakout and a couple yep. of the others. But yeah, that was a part of my childhood. But beyond that, I didn't really largely get into the computer game side of things. But it's all those early memories that add up. Isn't well, it? that must have been quite a leap then to go straight to a PC with Windows and the internet on it. It was because like, I didn't used to. I didn't have a clue how to use one back then, but now I can't get off the computer. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of a weird contrast as time's gone by. So that's strange, really. I was going to say, one of the, the my very next question was going to be, do you remember the first time you saw the internet? But you've already answered that. So. Yeah, yeah. It was in, yeah, 1997. Because oh. I, I used to, well, I used to connect with people all around the world through pen palling back yep. in the day. Can you so, remember any of the early websites that did that? Um, not so much in websites, but this is before the internet. Oh, right. Okay. Proper pen and ink and paper pen pals. Yeah, handwritten pen pals. I love that. So the internet was kind of an extension of that hobby, if that makes sense. Okay. So over time, rather than connect with people through pen and paper, I got a new chance to connect with people that became a bit more mainstream over time. Yeah. Have you kept up any of those pen pal friends? Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely some. There's... um, Lisa Hawley in Staffordshire, who's a good friend, who was a pen pal originally, and Ali in Manchester, Julian Kent. Um, and I also met Diane, who lives in Australia, through pen paling as well. And, yeah, she became a good friend too. Yeah, there's, there's, there's been a few over the years that have That's kept fantastic. in touch with. It's been interesting. So. Yeah. I've dabbled with pen pals, but really only with writing yeah. to people who already knew on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good way to. It's it gives you a different avenue of communication with those friends, doesn't it? So it does. So that's really good. So, oh. somewhere along the way, then you were playing around on your computer and using the internet, and you discovered blogs. Yes, <laughs> it was quite an exciting moment, actually. Oh, you can like, actually remember when you yeah. first saw it all. Yeah, it was like, um, imagine you got the internet and it branches out into different interests within the in- internet. So it was like a chapter at that moment. So I, was, I, I think it was somebody's website had a live journal linked to it and they were documenting their daily life. And I thought, oh, this is amazing. I could connect with people in that way and share. And I thought, I'll have to give this a go. So. And you've been there ever since? <laughs> yes, <laughs> 19 years ago, in fact. That's crazy. <laughs> So, You're the first yeah. blogger that predates me. Really? <laughs> yeah, the first one I've spoken to. I've got records back to about 2000. Have you? And I've got all my posts from 2003 onwards, but I haven't got anything beyond oh. there. Yeah, well, it's probably around the same times. I think I set up my life journal um, May, uh, what was it, 2001. Yeah. So getting off, yeah, a good 19, 19 years. It's definitely around the same time, really. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so yeah, it's been going all that long, and then it's stunning it's, that Live Journal's still there, isn't it? I know, <laughs> just about. I mean, it's, there's still a sense of community, but it's just a lot smaller. Yeah, because it was crazy back in the day. There were thousands there. Yeah, back then it was much busier when it first started, but then over time it kind of dwindled, and people went off in different directions: WordPress, Dreamwhip, or just left blogging for microblogging at Facebook. Yes, and, oh, and Tumblr and Twitter and all the rest of them, yeah. Yeah. So, Dreamwidth, what's the story with LiveJournal and Dreamwidth? Oh, I, 
think I don't know. I think they thought Live Journal was being taken over, or the ma- different stories of the management going on. I'm not exactly sure, to be honest. Because they're essentially a lot of people to dream with at that point. Yeah, I have. Sorry, go on. I have, sorry, I have a dream with to back up my journal, but other than that, I haven't used it. I prefer Live Journal. Because so. as far as I've seen, Dreamwits is kind of a copy of how Live Journal used to be, maybe ten years ago. Yeah, it's. I suppose it's an alternative platform. So yeah. that's always a good thing to have different alternatives for people who need need it or want to try something different. I think some people cross post over to both, but I'm definitely one of those that didn't leave and thought, oh yeah, Live Journals definitely works for me over all yeah. these years. Yeah, so it's. I've always thought it was quite interesting that the people that originally made Live Journal also made a service called Vox. I've heard of that. Yeah. I might have signed up and then perhaps never really used it. I think back in kind of the the mid-2000s, Vox kind of had its heyday. And it died. And then so the the successor, really, to LiveJournal has died before LiveJournal has. Yeah. Yeah. It's random, isn't it? Didn't You had a social networking thing at some point, didn't you? I did. I built one. That's amazing, that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine building something like that. I was I was playing around with Tumblr, and I got fed up with it. And I kept talking to various friends, because I really liked the idea behind Tumblr, that it was simple and easy. Yeah. And But it had certain features missing that LiveJournal had. So people okay. listening to this that have never seen LiveJournal, it's got quite a unique selling point, really that you can choose who can see your journal on an individual basis. So you can have your close friends and your even closer friends, and you can write posts that are only for very small sections of your audience. Yeah, that's true. Which I guess you can do with Facebook as well, but Facebook, I I wouldn't trust them as far as I could see them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't use Facebook filters really much, or LJ filters for that matter. For me, a blog's more, you're sharing it out, it's your blog... you're either going to share it to the people that are there or not share it and what's more in that yeah <laughs> i think the big difference between something like facebook and live journal from what i remember and i copied it when i built the platform that i built yeah was if you friend somebody on facebook you can both see each other's content yeah that's right so that's kind of they call it synchronous sharing and the alternative to that is that you choose, in, or each person chooses in each direction, whether they can see the content. So you could make somebody a friend, but they might not friend you back. Yeah, that's kind of, doesn't seem very mutual, does it? But that's the way Live Journal kind of works, isn't it? You can I'll follow I'll somebody. I'll always friend back, I'll always mutual friend. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, though, because you can choose when yeah. you post to Live Journal whether everyone can see it or whether only the people you call a friend oh, yeah. can see absolutely. it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can make it private, friends, friends locked, or public. I mean, I tend to use mine a friends locked capacity. Yeah, but I guess working at the school, different. you'd have to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't post much about work, to be fair, but generally it is. I do prefer that locked facility of a certain audience and it, it allows me to be more free of my thoughts as well i could yeah. be a bit more open you know yep. we're talking a bit more but in that sense i don't know if you find do you find you're limited i filter say more if you had like a small audience or I, I filter almost everything yeah i mean i still self-filter there's still things i think oh 
I don't want to say that. I'd worry about what that person thinks or I get socially anxious over what I post, <laughs> which probably isn't good. But Do you go back and edit things? Edit out there. Um, I don't usually edit once I've made the post, but I'll, if I've got the post and I'm, if I'm trying to write the post, I'm not one of these, I don't knock it out in 10 minutes, but I'll, I'll, if I'm editing the post, I'll tend to change things before I let it out. But once it's out, it's out more with me. Unless there's a spelling mistake or something, I'll come back and correct a yeah. typo or something. Do you do the same thing where you read what you've just posted and then go back and fix all the spelling? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lack concentration sometimes, and I try to type, and my mind's sort of going faster than my typing. And I go back, and I think, oh, there's five mistakes there, <laughs> or I've put on an extra word or something, and I have to change it all around. Yeah, I'm the same way. But, I'm say, but I try and proofread. So, but even I proofread, I still miss one typo, and then my sister will call through, Katie, there's a typo. <laughs> She'll read it and you know notice it straight away. <laughs> so, have you tried any other platforms over the years? In terms of blogging, um, yeah. I I think I set up a WordPress once and made one post. But have, you, have you tried it in recent years? No, but it's something that I'd like to try and get back into. I was going to say WordPress. I'd like to explore, yeah, because yeah. I think it, perhaps there'd be that. I think, I think I've heard there's you could use tags, can't you, where you can sort of tag different interests, and yeah. it might it might widen my audience or capacity to meet new people that i wouldn't have met otherwise perhaps yeah. and live journal because live journal is limited now isn't it so wordpress has rapidly become kind of the almost a monopoly on blogging yeah it's, yeah it's really it's popular isn't it so i don't do you currently use it i i don't at the moment i kind of walked away from yeah. <laughs> yeah i walked away from everywhere um because i was fed up with marketers keep landing on me yeah but I think that's true of anywhere that becomes popular. You're going to get that element. Yeah, there's always drawbacks, aren't there? Yeah, but WordPress has become very, very impressive. I will admit, I have been looking at it recently, yeah. and I've been wondering about returning. Attempted to go back. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But I'm, I'm not going to for dab the moment because I've made my choice. <laughs> you could dabble about, yeah. We could yeah. cross post if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> it's um. The choice is always there, isn't it? To take it in what direction you want to. Yeah. But that's such a question. Other than that, I think it's it's mostly been live live journals like my default, if that makes sense. Yeah. So if I did if I did put the blog elsewhere, which I don't generally do, it would always return back to the roots of live journal. Yeah. So other than WordPress, I can't think of anywhere else I've tried other than backing it up at DreamWip. So. so is your blog very much uh, a paper diary, almost an alternative? Um, not really. I, it's it's kind of a parallel paper diary. Because I don't really keep, I don't keep a proper, I have to keep a paper diary of notes. But, yeah. but it's, it's, it's very, it's going back to the whole self-filter thing. There's so much more I'd say in a paper diary than I would. <laughs> 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 There's so many thoughts circulating around my mind, but the half of them are best not on, put, best put on live journal. <laughs> <laughs> so even though it's locked down, you're still not going to share some of it. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's lots of thoughts that I wish I was more open. I think I am relatively open as far as live journal goes, but there's still some stuff that are best kept to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you think, oh, hang on, I can't post that. Yeah, I find I'll sometimes. Leave, I'll leave it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you read yeah. what somebody's written on, and they've they've written it public on the internet, and you're thinking, oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. 
I mean, I, I dated somebody once, ironically, who actually kept a paper diary and used to share the paper diary with everybody he knew. So it's like, here's my paper diary. I'm writing it. That's but a I'm bit bizarre. Share it, pass it around. It was quite unique in a funny sort of way. I think this was like when he was a lot younger, perhaps in his teens. Yeah. It was like the equivalent of the paper journal, but before the internet, he'd write the write the journal in a you know journal entry for that day, and he'd pass it around his main sort of core circle of friends, perhaps five five or so people at a time. So I thought that was kind of fascinating, like a, a pre-internet journaling. <laughs> So you've kind of neatly led us straight into a, something I would love to talk to you about. Okay. And that is, you, you mentioned you dated somebody via, or they were sharing their, their blog around, but you met somebody on the internet, didn't you? Yes. I've, I'm definitely no stranger to long distance relationships. Yeah. So where's uh, your boyfriend live? He lives in Kentucky, USA. So, so how does that work? It, <laughs> um. Well, the usual plan is we meet twice a year. He comes over usually Easter, but it can be February. Which was this year. Which was this it was actually February this year, so that worked out better for that respect. And I usually spend five weeks with him during a school holiday in Kentucky. So I've done that for about six years now, going to America. But obviously this year things were a bit different and Yeah. Think, yeah, so but how it usually works is, in that sense, those two visits, one visit either way. And in between that, it's voice conversations usually. So That's awesome. It's just, it's, but to be honest, most, most of the dating experiences that people have dated, I wasn't, didn't, haven't always found it easy to meet people in, you know, compatible people in dating. I'd say that I'm not used to local dating. <laughs> <laughs> they have been in other countries or other parts of the UK. People that I've met up with, so but that's the norm. That's my norm, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it must be quite challenging. Standard. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, these things are easy, but make the most of you know yeah. what time you spend with people. So I guess you've kind of proven that it re- distance really doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't. I don't think distance matters, but. It'd be nice to, you know, see people more and stuff like that when you're dating them. So, did you meet him through the blog? Um, no, I've never directly dated anyone through Live Journal, ironically, <laughs> which is um, surprising. Um, no, I met him a few years ago on a, a forum online somewhere, and then we added on Facebook, and we kind of knew each other loosely on Facebook for a couple of years before we started chatting properly. That's awesome. So, it went from there, really. <laughs> but yeah, even over different countries. So, so have you got any grand plans long term to one of you to move to the other's country or anything like that? Um, <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't know. I think I think we're okay as we are at the moment. Yeah, you must get really fed up of people asking that. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I never know what to say. Everyone says, "Oh, when when are you moving there?" In a way, I think because I like my own. Space a lot. Yeah, it works better than as an introvert. It works a lot better than probably most people that perhaps are more extroverted. And yeah, have you ever met anybody else through blogging? You know, any any other bloggers? Then um, I have met a few bloggers in person over the years, which has it's been good fun. I mean, let's say I've probably made a f- three or four friends that I met from Life Journal years ago in person, but I'm still friends with to this day. So that's definitely yeah. Interesting. Were they kind of 
coffee shop meetups or something like that? Uh, I think, well, there's a couple that I was friend, friends with that I kind of became part of a little social group. There's like a few of us that kind of came together, not just from, I kind of brought it together because I quite enjoyed bringing people together in my own way. So that became like a little group of friends that would talk yeah. on Skype. You know, it was like a video chat Skype. Yeah. So two of them originally came from Live Journal. So there's perhaps about seven of us that used to chat a lot. But yeah. uh, we haven't chatted properly for ages. So. But yeah, it was, it's all good fun anyway. Uh, Just you... meet new people. And... Yeah. Do your family and friends know about your blog? Um, yes. Well, interesting thought, actually. What's strange about my live journal is when I first started, I used it more to invite family and friends to read it rather than use it for the actual community in an anonymous way. Yep. So both my sisters are live journal friends. Um, a lot of the fr- friends that I knew in other places, it was like an obsession. Oh, come and, come and join live journal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> years ago, I got called a blog pusher more than once. <laughs> I kept trying to to inflict it on everybody. Yeah. (laughs) So I've got all had all these friends that had logins, perhaps just to speak to me, perhaps to humour me. (laughs) 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 Because I was so obsessed with the blog that everybody had to have one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of went like that for a while. I've toned down a lot on that now, but at the at that early point of Live Journal, that's what it was. It was often people that already knew who got into it through me. Yeah. But nowadays, it, it's changed. It's evolved. A lot of the people I got into it don't use it. I still do. So it's more about the community of people I add. So maybe we should push this big thing with everybody going to WordPress now. Then yeah. <laughs> we'll lead the charge. It'd be a whole revival, couldn't it? We Especially could. in times at the moment where people are indoors more. So. Oh yeah, it's it's interesting actually. With you on about sharing just like daily life with your family and friends through the blog because I've been trying that with Facebook just recently, kind of a reaction to the news <laughs> and trying yeah, to avoid the news a little bit. I, I get anxious reading it, so I, I try and have designated times. I think, well, I'll go and have a look at BBC News now. And I, I keep trying to avoid Facebook groups and things yeah. like that. Maybe maybe yeah. you've hit on something that it would be worth trying to get people to to write blogs again as journals exactly exactly it could be a whole social change i suppose yeah. the internet and, and you know, you know it, sort of the, the little things each day that become entertaining and interesting isn't it instead of this huge recycled news rubbish that keeps going yeah, around. exactly i think people need to escape at the moment and perhaps to connect to their thoughts and connect to others and yeah Maybe it's the chance for people to start a blog where they haven't done it before. So, as you say, maybe it could be this like this WordPress revival of sorts, or yeah, I think more bloggers. I think a lot of people worry about the quality of their writing, don't they? And they really should. Yeah, (laughs) I I worry. I I keep trying to, I keep trying to learn over my writing, and I think because I I cringe when I look back to how I was like eighteen years ago. (laughs) I look back at my writing there, and I think, oh. God. So do you think your voice has changed then? Um, yes. <laughs> I think I sound like I've matured a bit in my writing. So it was very much a teenage diary back in the day. Yeah, I don't know. I, was in my tw- I just look back and I think, oh, I sound really young. I think as well, I'm very young for my years as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel younger than perhaps... And that comes through. I call myself 47 going on 21 is what I, <laughs> I joke about. So, 
Oh, no, I want to go back and read some of your early posts now <laughs> to see how different you sounded. I have a, a weird technique where I make most of my posts private, but I only keep the past six months viewable, if that makes sense. So even though I've got okay. a yeah, and it's strange. But even though I've got a friends list of that's not a bad idea. 70, yeah, seventy that read it, so they have access at the time. But what I did, um, I think I started about four, about five six years ago, probably longer. I started to make all the old entries private, so I felt cringed at everyone going back over them. And for example, now perhaps the last thirty or forty are open. Perhaps leave about eight months worth open at any one time. So if people go to it, they'll see content of the friends list on it, but but they won't see ten years ago or fifteen years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. I just cringe. I look back at my writing, I suppose. Mm. But I might cringe in fifteen years. I could still be doing it and think, oh gosh, why did I say that? Do you so do you just... get statistics at Live Journal? Can you see when people are reading the old stuff? Um. There, there is some kind of I don't I have like some kind of statistics I think to tell you if somebody directly went to it but it wouldn't say who it was if that makes sense it might say yeah. location like I might get Colwyn Bay North Wales you or something yeah I, it's not detailed no but you do that you do that more I think don't you I used to <laughs> used to yeah you stop doing it. It's funny, I've been talking to various bloggers over the last few months doing this podcast, and some of them seem really obsessed with the st- statistics, which isn't such a bad thing because then you know they, they know their audience, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting you should say that, though, because about 10 years ago, there was a LJ Toys. Yeah. There was a little app called LJ Toys, and that used to tell you every single username that clicked on the cat. Oh, my word. <laughs> I used to be fascinated by that years ago, but then it, I'm definitely the sort of person that could be, you know, lost in looking at the statistics, but there's yeah. not the statistics there anymore to oh, do it. The scary so. one. Can you plug but, Google Analytics into LiveJournal? I'm not sure that you can. It's, yeah, I've not tried. I mean, I've not got extensive statistics, but. but yeah, it's, it's dangerous. It's like a slippery slope, really, because I plugged it into um, a, a couple of websites and you can get live statistics now on Google. Yeah. So, so you can see a scrolling graph of people clicking on pages. <laughs> but just your pages, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can, but you can see. You can even do a heat map if you want to. So you yeah. can see where their mouse was clicking around the pages. <laughs> it sounds fascinating. Oh, it's nuts. I'd, I'd get anxious though going to somebody's blog, and it's like, oh, I hope they don't know that I, I read that for twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah, they they will. Next one. So. I think if they've got the analytics plugged in, then yeah, yeah. Whether, whether they'll ever dig in and look at it yeah. is another matter. I don't think most people do. No, I so I used to be curious of the LJ toys that used to have going on, but it's not something that I've delved into in recent years. I don't I don't get many hits on the blog. <laughs> yeah, I love but... more anyway. <laughs> It's quite scary because this is part part of the attraction of going back to WordPress, I guess, because there's some crazy statistic. Like, I think WordPress is now serving something like a third of the web. Really? Gosh, yeah. that is, it's widespread, but it's amazing, really. They're definitely it's, a monopoly then, aren't they? Yeah, it's all, like all the big magazine websites are based on WordPress now. All of them. It's mad. Right. All the newspapers as well. Well, and I've got a book somewhere on setting up like a professional WordPress, but I've not properly got into it. I think yeah, I don't yeah. think many people bother using their own installations anymore because WordPress have made it so easy for them to host it for you. 
It literally is yeah. to turn the key and you're off to the races. Sort of way it kind of takes away this original skill that people had in perhaps designing Completely. websites. So. Yeah. You can still download it for free and you can host it yourself, but yeah. they've taken away all of the management of the server so you don't have to bother. Gosh. And obviously it's infinitely scalable as well then. So if you do get hammered, say you post some viral popular blog post about a date going wrong. or <laughs> yeah. That's worrying though, isn't it? People can post something and just don't know who's going to see it, especially if it's public. I think that's the whole risk, isn't it? Of yeah. a public or open blog. Have you just been on a date and you log in it and it's like the date logs here that she said earlier. It's, hey, it's one of the interesting problems though, isn't it? Because you like you say, you're looking for community at Live Journal. Yeah. But you're hidden behind a wall. Yes. It's getting that balance between the audience and it being locked posts against what you want to actually say and so thoughts. Do you wait for people to come along and request access to your blog uh i mean occasionally i'll get the new random you know the admin communities don't you yeah most of the people in recent years i've got through an admin community i've put a post up would anyone like to chat this is a bit about me a b and c or whatever yeah and they might have applied as a comment so that's how actually this how is probably worth access. describing actually isn't it to the rest of the world that people oh, yeah. haven't seen live journal yeah is... it's like, like a friendship community of people of people where bloggers can connect and you share a bit about yourself and your interests and you comment and say, Oh yeah, I'll be friends. I suppose it's it's like a it's like Facebook in a way, isn't it? Yeah. It's or, kind of as well as being able to put blogs or on like live an channel. Ad page. Yeah. Yeah, you can have um almost a, it's almost like a forum, like you said, where yeah. anybody that joins can post. So people use it for yeah, like you're saying, to make up their own little communities. So one of them is called AdMe and it's for people to advertise the existence of their blog. Yeah, exactly. It's about blog sharing and it can be about connecting with others and meeting new people through here's my blog, this is what it's about, this is what I'm about and would you like to share journals? That's one of the massive things that's missing from the likes of WordPress, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it's advantages on each side, isn't it? Everything's got something to offer in a platform. It's got its plus points and things it doesn't offer as much but to be honest i'm not because sh- i don't know as much about wordpress i wasn't sure if there was an equivalent of that so it's interesting that they have done good. the same trick if you're logged into live journal you can view the stream of other people's posts can't you of your friends posts yeah that's right i think that's one thing that is a plus about live journal it does show it's like I suppose it's like in facebook news feed in comparison it yeah. shows you all the latest posts in chronological order yeah wordpress.com so, does exactly the same thing yeah so, so once you're logged good. in you can see everybody's post formatted the same way yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to go to an individual blog no. unless you want to delve deeper and somebody to have a nosy or whatever but you don't have to you can just look at your friend's page and exactly. think, oh that's interesting or yeah, I think it, Tumblr probably came up with that idea of having the kind of the dashboard where you could see the stream. Yeah, because I don't they, know much about Tumblr, to be honest, but that's one you've used, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've tried everything. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a blog platform you haven't tried? Oh, let's have a think. Um, it's fun, interesting, actually. I talked to a guy called John Jacob that used to work for the BBC, um, yeah. and he was talking about Yahoo 360. Can you remember that? Um. No, I'm for Yahoo Messenger, but not Yahoo. Yeah, they many years ago. It's probably fifteen years ago now. 
Yahoo had an experimental project back when they were kind of, you know, at the top of the pyramid. Um, and they built a social network, a social blogging platform called Yahoo 360. Yeah. And it lasted about a year and then they killed it. Well, why did they kill it? Was it I not don't know. I think maybe because Tumblr had come along and stolen some of its thunder. Yeah. I suppose all in competition against each other, aren't they, in a way? Yeah. But um, it was a shame, but I don't think they really knew what they had and how good it was. Yeah. No, it was, it's, it's interesting. It would have been interesting to try every single platform out there, including that one. So. Yeah, because Vox was the same deal. Vox was brilliant. And I don't think the yeah. people that built it held on to it for long enough. There was one called Zanga, wasn't there? Yes, there Did was. Did you try that? Yes, I've tried it. <laughs> I think that's not done really, haven't you? <laughs> I think I, I think I might have posted on there about five times or something. Yeah. And it closed down, didn't it? Because I think somebody from Live Journal said oh, they used to be on Zanga. Did it close? I'm getting confused. Yeah, it was one that. of the early ones. Yeah. But yeah, there were there were lots years ago because even like the likes of Blogger, in the early days, Blogger wasn't a platform. It was a script to make your own blog, you know, through yeah. programming. Yeah. Um, also, My MySpace. That yes. Was on MySpace. The, the well. first version that, of MySpace. Yeah. So two, I don't know if that's to be honest. But. Yeah, MySpace is still there, but it's not the same site. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, the original one. Yeah, it's still the same that's company, I think. Okay. That had a blog section, didn't it, as well? It did, yeah. That was kind of what introduced a lot of people to blogging, I think. Yeah. I think I made perhaps one post at MySpace. Well, definitely. Obviously, it's like <laughs> 10 years, so I tried to log into my account. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely had an account in most places at some point. You're the same, aren't you, I'm sure? Yes. Yes, it's it's been a a journey for both of us, really, hasn't it? It has. Lots of stories to tell on the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, dear. Do you ever wonder what's happened to some of the people that used to be very popular bloggers? I do. It's it's strange. It's like people are one are there in it for hundred percent of the time, constantly posting, and then they just disappear, don't they? Yeah. It's, so um, it's just. Yeah, you go looking for them and you wonder, was it something you said? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. It's just, I think they just generally disappear from everybody, though. It's just. Yeah. It's strange. I've probably not helped my case on Live Journal <laughs> because say, I've gone back in and out. Live Journal. You've done that. <laughs> yeah. You've left Live Journal. People probably think, oh, what's happened to him? I always left a post, though, saying where I was going. You have, to be fair. You have always done that. <laughs> but I know some people do just disappear. There's one guy on Live Journal actually who I was um, commenting with, you know, a few times on you know, posts and stuff, and then he disappeared. It's only a line through his name, and I swear to God, he came back. It was the same guy. He came back under a completely different username about two months later. Like pretend to be somebody different, not sure the same person. Oh. And then I messaged somebody yeah. about it, and they agreed. It was just strange. But. I don't know if you can remember. Years and years ago, I wrote or I I ran a writing community on the internet. I might oh, have right. talked about it in the past. Yes, but, yes. Thought Cafe. Was it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, Thought Cafe. Yes, yeah. I, I never used it, but I remember you telling me about it. Yeah, and yeah. we had exactly the same thing happen there, where it was actually worse. We had people logging in simultaneously as different usernames and talking to themselves. Uh, wow. <laughs> really? We're actually the same people. Yes. <laughs> we figured it out because we were looking at the IP addresses behind the scenes and they were starting arguments with themselves to draw other people in. 
Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that's... yeah. And we had to ban so many people. One of them came back under a different username, and he tried to defend himself by saying he was conducting a social experiment. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see the results of that experiment, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it's just a troll, basically. <laughs> Strange. But they went to such lengths with writing these huge vitriolic essays yeah. to each other. It's scary. It makes you wonder who actually on the internet you're chatting to is real, isn't it? When you or, think about yeah. people. Or whether they're being genuine. Exist. That, yeah, that person exists or whatever. So. Actually, it's probably worse for women than men, isn't it? Because I think you see, is it catfishing, they call it, and things like that? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I've not had first-hand experience of that happening that I know of. I mean, yeah. it can happen. I think I've been fairly lucky with the people that I've picked out to speak to and or meet up with or whatever. So, but it, it obviously can happen. It can be bad experiences for people when they're yeah. catfished. It so happened just, on Tumblr maybe four years ago now. I think there were two or three people got called out. It was when the whole Me Too thing went down. And yeah, it turned out there were two or three people in the US that had been talking to all the women there behind the scenes for months and uh, declaring their love to them and all sorts. Really? <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Weird. Even to That's... the point of getting to, like, to go away with them. I and, think the internet yeah. can bring out the worst in people sometimes. Yeah, but... it's the whole keyboard warrior thing, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. you just never really know who you're speaking to, but as well, I'm, I'm quite trusting, I suppose. And some people seem to have no accountability. <laughs> yeah. That's scary, really, but oh, there you go. So, yeah. t- tell me about the radio show you used to be on. Okay, well, there are actually a couple of radio shows. I used to present on um, a hospital radio. I used to have a weekly show on there for a few years, down in Kent, where I used to live for a while. So that was a lot of fun. I used to do a lot of features, and I used to really enjoy that. And every so often, I used to present online, an online radio show and that was good fun because I used to link it up with the blog so when I got on the radio and sorry that's okay <laughs> Listen, I haven't given you that much to edit so far have I? no it's fine okay hold on okay where should I start from uh oh, I still got... okay so I used to link the radio show with my live journal so what I'd do I'd pre-record an online radio show. The hospital radio one was live, but this was pre-recorded. And I'd spool it out during perhaps a, f- a Friday night, Friday evening, Saturday evening, and I'd have like a live chat conversation on the show at, at the blog. So that was always good fun and used to be quite a lot of interaction back in the day. So I should be really yeah, asking you about how to do all of this. <laughs> well, no, I'm out of practice. <laughs> but it's, I'm, I'm definitely glad that you're enjoying it and... You know, it's going really well, isn't it, for you? It'd be interesting, actually, to get some notes on someone who's done this sort of thing before, because did you work by having, like, a list of things to talk about? Um, Yes, I used to have show notes. Yeah. So I'd have an idea of what features I was doing. Like, I used to have a backtrack, so I'd play songs in reverse on the hostel radio show, and people would have to guess what they were, or flashback half hour, like a year of music, particularly year, and people would have to guess what... Yeah, the songs were from like eighties and stuff, like eighties music. Yeah, um, or nineties. So, did you so always get nervous the... before you went on the air? Yes. And then it, you calm yes, down as you get into shy. it. Yeah, we were quite shy. I go into it, I'd be nervous. I think, oh, how's this going to go today? And I'd record all the shows. I'm used to be recorded, but I still get nervous about it. 
Did you have to edit um, afterwards? Yeah. Um, the online one I did on the internet, yes, because that was pre-recorded. The hospital radio one was completely live. There was no edit. But I definitely had show notes, ideas, features, conversations for discussion with a co-host at the time and things like that. So I guess if you ever get tongue-tied or stuck for something to talk about, you can just put some music on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put some music on. I think, hang on, I don't know what to say next. Let's just put three songs in a row and a jingle. Yeah. <laughs> you just need your own podcast jingles now, don't you, Jonathan? Oh, I, it's funny you say that. I've been thinking sure about, about it. How, sure about I've got jingles. I've but got, I thought yeah. they might sound a bit twee and rubbish if I tried to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd overdo it completely. Fun. It's all fun. But yeah, it'd end up like sounding like the Steve Wright afternoon show from the 80s have the posse in the background <laughs> yeah, i remember that well that's going back a long time isn't it oh, steve right and you have to do i know <laughs> all the american listeners now are going to be thinking what the hell are they yeah. talking about <laughs> oh, but, but yeah there's, there's lots of fun moments on presenting radio shows and it's just something that i hope to get back into again so you're not doing it at the moment then I'm not doing it at the moment, but I'm kind of having a break. But I yeah. keep hoping to get back into so something. How does that work? How do you get into hospital radio? Uh, well, at the time, I was dating somebody who was a professional radio presenter in the Kent area, and he was also a member of the hospital radio. Oh, so okay. it's just, I mean, that's not that's not why I got into it. It was more that I was into radio before I met him, if that makes yeah. sense. So I got into the whole... I actually got as excited to actually get to, you know, join the hospital radio and learn the ropes and present my own show for the first time and then the second time and it went from there and I just really enjoyed sharing music and thoughts and chat with other people just like just like you're doing right now. So I'd be scared to death of like going dead on the air and not knowing that it's gone dead. Oh, but yeah, it's just hard to know what to say sometimes. Like, your mind can go blank. But she says, like, put another song on and compose yourself. And... We've got a pretty funny story about that, actually. Um, our local radio station, uh, yeah. they broadcast their main aerial or antenna is in a field owned by a friend of ours. Oh, right. And he was doing something in the field, um, like, I don't know, plowing it, whatever, with his tractor, and managed to rip the wire out of the transmitter. Oh no! So and he didn't know he'd done it, and they didn't know they were off the air. <laughs> no, how long was it off the air for? Was it was, I think it was a couple of hours at least. Gosh, <laughs> gosh, that's a bit up, isn't it? <laughs> I can remember once. Um, so when I was dating the guy that was the radio presenter, I was at home, and it had like an automation system. Perhaps from ten o'clock at night, it went for like an automated show. Yeah. And he was out, and he said to me, "I've forgotten to set the station, the radio station, to automation." And he had to take me through all these steps of how to change, change yeah. this radio station so it goes this otherwise it would go to dead air. So I'm yeah. listening to the radio, and I'm the one that kind of went in to save the day. And that kind of that was kind of a weird radio moments. Doing all the playlists yeah. and the hourly you know, news broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> just changing it so it didn't go to dead air, you know, from like live programming and stuff. So, so that it, was kind of strange. It is interesting though, isn't it? When you listen to the professionals and you see how good they are at talking while doing something else. I know. And I'm not good at multitasking. So yeah. <laughs> it's quite. And they'll it, cut it, in. It yeah. As the news finishes or whatever, and they cut in so smoothly. Yeah. I mean, I say I used to do that hospital radio, but it takes concentration. Yeah. Which is, 
Oh, one of the um, girls at Tumblr, a girl called River, that lives in, lives in the US, she is a radio host. And I've listened oh. to her radio show now and again when I've had the chance, you know, yeah. at the right time period in the day to catch her on the air. And she's so professional. It's just a different world watching the professionals do it. Oh, no, no, we all, you sound good. You certainly sound good. I mean, I don't think I sound good, but I've never, don't think I've ever sent you on the radio. It's just interesting, (laughs) though, with, it was just the multitasking thing, like you were saying, though, with watching her going between the weather report, the news reports, the music, doing fill in bits with talking, and, you know, it was crazy. But yeah, it's it's amazing, especially, you know, people have experienced it. Yeah, and making it look easy. I think that's the skill, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would be there so running around like a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely had experience of like when you've got a song playing and it's got 30 seconds left. It's like, hang on. See, that's the other thing, isn't it? Because you have to know how each track ends. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of timing involved. Or I like, you know, talking over the intro of the vocal. Like you might, it might tell you on the system, like the hospital radio, it'd say like, you've got tw- 12 seconds to talk. Oh, I didn't Vincus know that. Cover. Yes. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody actually went through and manually set all that up. So, but sometimes they'll get it wrong. They'll be the other one that's wrong. But most of them were right. It'll, you'll, get, you'll get it. It'll say, right, you've got 12 seconds to do it. Yeah. So... Well, before the main part of the singing time. starts. Or... Yeah, you stuff on timing it. Or say if you had a six-second jingle, you just time it so you get your jingle in. You know you've got enough time before the intro, the vocals yeah. come in. So I know um, one of our friends is the founder of the radio station in Marlow, and I've heard him talk before in quite scathing terms about <laughs> people putting on a track that's far too long to fit into a time gap. Oh no! <laughs> and they have to like fade it out in the middle of the track. Yeah, like that's going up to the news. That yeah, I think it's like one of his pet hates. Yeah, that could be a tricky maneuver, definitely. That's a good one, actually. How do you do that? You must have to work backwards 10 minutes out to figure out what will fit. Yeah, it's hard. You have to look at the song and think, well, hang on, is that three minutes? Do we need a three minute song? Do we need a five minute song? And then you know you've got to fill for a minute to talk. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, a few years ago now. But. But yeah, it's 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 tricky manoeuvring, but it can be done. Oh. But it can go wrong as well, of course. So I'll bet they're the best stories there. They are. <laughs> Usually the told story. over several drinks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. No, it's it's been brilliant. Thanks very much for having me on the show, Jonathan. And yeah, it's been good. So if people were to come and find your blog at Live Journal, how would they find it? Okay, well they could find me in two ways. They could find me under the username of WebGirl UK or if you want to visit the journal direct, you can get they can get there by going to www.katyland.co.uk. And that's Katie with a Y. So K A T Y. Okay. So I'll put anyone, the address in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, it's locked, but obviously anyone's welcome to reach out and say hello. Yeah, because at LiveJournal, let me see if I can remember this. If you go to a locked journal, it tells you as much, but then you can click um, friend or – is it friend? Um, well, I think you'd have to you'd have to register get a, an account to read me, basically. Yeah, you you'd get an account with LiveJournal, yeah. and then if you – Asked to be your friend, then you would choose if to let them in to see the blog. Yeah, you'd accept the friend request to yeah. mutually friend. That was it, friend well, requests. I was trying to remember yeah, the yeah, terminology. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but I'm definitely open to having like a blog share with people from other platforms. So it, 
if somebody's willing to read Live Journal and they don't mind me reading them somewhere else, and that's always good as well. Yeah. Blog, so I don't like I don't like to limit myself to Live Journal because yep. I know there's some really interesting blogs like your blogs. I enjoy your blog. <laughs> You've definitely shared lots of thoughts here. Oh, so. I'm probably a pain in the neck to follow, though. I, I do really enjoy your blog. Yeah, it's, it's, I have to try and track it down. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoy it when I track it down. And, you know, you're definitely interesting and thoughtful. Oh, thank you very much. So okay. thank you very much again for coming on the show. Thank you, and I'll catch you again. You have been listening to Jonathan Beckett's podcast. If you liked what you've been listening to, the podcast lives at anchor.fm slash John Beckett. You can also find it at Spotify, Apple, Google, TuneIn, and Facebook. Just search for Jonathan Beckett's podcast. If you would like to be on the podcast, contact information is at johnbeckett.com slash contact. Contact.